We are set. recording. Boom, we're boom. Okay. What? Here we go. Here we go. What? What? Between the sheets, what? What? Oh, Between the sheets, what? <laughs> what? Go ahead, get some, get some, Eric. No, ma'am. So this is clear by his reaction that he has not watched any of our podcasts. <laughs> he's, a, he's a guest that he hasn't even watched. Yeah, it's, it's like a yes and no situation. Oh, okay. I've okay. seen it. Yeah? Yes, yeah. yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I work, I, work, I work closely with um, Danny. That's one of my friends. Danny. Um, yes, he used to be a photographer. Danny. Dana. 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 <laughs> Dana. That's one of your close friends. <laughs> Danny. What Dana. up, Danny? D-Lally. D-Lally in the house. D-Lally in the house. He said that you were, uh, you, were, you were talking up to, to Josh over at Mr. Miss Leeds. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's my marketing team. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's work. how that's how Dana got hooked up with Josh. See, we work with the same people. Yeah, this is do. the this is the lady. I'm we telling do. you, she she don't play. Ah, uh, yeah, that woman play. is about her business. No, okay. that's that's for sure, for sure. Well, what's up? I'm excited that you are here. So yes. my name is Leah. Yes. I am the host, yes, and I am. am a God fearing, action taking, money making, manifesting queen. What? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And nice I have my co-host. What? W h i t n e y. Period. Pose. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Love the energy. Yeah, Eric, introduce yes. yourself. Okay, my name is Eric, aka Banks. I'm not on Banks. that official Banks. Banks. That's why he yep. liked it. Yep. See? Yeah. Yes. See, that's why I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. No, it wasn't making sense at first. I was like, oh, that would just sound cool or what? <laughs> <laughs> it was a purpose. Okay, it gotcha. was a purpose. I, I didn't gotcha. say your name is Bank. I said Eric. Eric. So yes. that's why. The government name. Yes. Yeah, she yes. needs government. the money making name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They give her the money yes. making name. Yes. That's the bank. For sure. Yes. Yeah, that's the banks. Go to the bank. Yes. Like, go to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I love it. Thank you. Yes. 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 So welcome. Welcome. Whitney's kind of give me a little bit of background about your guys' relationship, how yep. you guys kind of started working together and whatnot. So... Oh, yes. yes. What'd yep. she say? <laughs> <laughs> I just said that we worked together a couple of times um, from my past. Correct. 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 Um, and just collaborating. I've also worked a couple of jobs specifically for him makeup wise, which mm-hmm. is, yes. is my background as well. Yep. So um, we, yeah, we've been kind of working together, um, not consistently over, you know, progressive periods of time, but every now and again, when he needs me, he knows who to call for a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Correct. He you knows, know you he knows who to call. Yeah, the best. You got yeah. you another best. She's fast. She's good. She just, she knows her craft. She, she's, she's Aww. the shit. Like You're she's so the best sweet. hype man too. Yes. You're so sweet. Yes. She's the best hype You're man. Yes. So sweet. Yeah. I do agree. Yeah. Aww. Without the hype, I do it. So, she does her job. So let's get into this a little bit. So yes. you're, you're a promoter in Colorado Springs. So tell me what, what in the hell does a promoter do? Like, I don't really, like, I'm, I've never been a part of the scene. <laughs> I really haven't. Like, she's asked yes. me sometimes, like, hey, would you like a, you know, we, we, we talked to a few people in, in Springs, and she said, yeah. Leah, I don't think you're about that life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because we just did Leah's podcast yesterday, mm-hmm. the second half to her story, and Leah is about that life. Like, she really <laughs> is. And I want, like, like, that was past tense. <laughs> so I think um, everybody have their own opinion about promoters, depending yeah. on who they deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as me being the promoter and my label, it's, like, really, like, to help the people. We like seeing, like, customers smile and, like, people come together. Mm-hmm. So most of the times, um, pertaining to whichever event you have or whichever um, 
occasion that you're throwing, our job basically is, you know, bring people there. Yeah. Um, if you're selling merch or you sell a product is mm-hmm. to grow the sales you know to, to grow the gross overall with so a company. little bit of everything so it's not even just yeah. celebrity status yeah, so it i could just be... don't do celebrity things like i'd be a companies we'd be a brands um we create companies to sell companies another reason why we're meeting with mm-hmm. people yeah. you know yeah mm-hmm. because you know that's what they do so right. it's just a lot overall it's just not stuck in the box most people just try to make it about the celebrities because clearly that's what we highlight to the masses of people right um right. but it's way more because it's just like it's just not like we pile a flyer or we just tell people to go there it's like we engage with our customers yeah um we have no, a strong I'm hearing following that. I'm, support. i hear an accent in your voice i'm from tennessee tennessee <laughs> yeah, I'm okay from i'm not from dang you one of them memphis boys <laughs> damn <laughs> okay right. yes yeah, yeah memphis, they don't play not at not all. Really. They don't play. Not really. No. So, well, well, let me. Let me. Do you mind if I take it like way back? Like, what? That's what? Fine. What made you want to get into this type of career field? Um, my brother, his name is Lionheart Shamir, and then I have a cousin. His name is Killer Mike. People might know him. Mm-hmm. Um, they was doing entertainment um, mm-hmm. in Tennessee and okay. Atlanta when I was super young. So around like twelve or thirteen, I was just always around like helping them do little things. Right. So I just used to be nosy. Right. But when I got like 15 and 16, I was like doing like teen events with Sean Gunn. He's one of the biggest promoters in Tennessee and Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I was doing teen events and everything was like about having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was meeting different artists when I was that young. Mm-hmm. So around like 18, I was just like, wait. I need well, to did like, you get like starstruck? Like, were you like, oh my God, I um, love this. Yeah, like, at, that, at that age, I was starstruck. Mm-hmm. It was more like I would do what it takes to be in the scene. Yeah. Um, especially like so if I had to, you know, promote, pass out flyers, yep. if I had to do what I had to do to Beat be the in streets. the scene to yeah. be with this artist at this given moment, I want to do it. Dang, right. I love that you yeah. said that. You know, I was just listening to a message this morning by Gary Vee, and he said, you know what, no matter what position that you want to get in, like he says, I don't care if you have to shine shoes. Right. Like if you want to go work for Mark Zuckerberg, you wanna right. you wanna go and be in these big companies, like get in there, get your foot in the door. And so you were like your foot in the door was like if I gotta pass out flyers, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Yes. Every um Every hot or I can say biggest promoter that came from like Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. I've single handedly had to work for it to get to where I'm in now. Right, right. So that's why I give like a lot of homage to like, you know, the Curtis Givens. If you look him up, he's very big in Tennessee, the Thomas Brown, right. those kind of people. Um, when I was coming up, I had to literally learn what they were doing by following their footsteps to be able to become who I am now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm who I am, I understand why I had to go through that process because yeah. like, you know, five years ago, I probably wasn't ready to do what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I appreciate the fact that I was around those kind of people that did like help me. You got to start on your me. knees, yeah. not on your feet. Yeah. 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 You and that was, yeah. was doing it right. Yeah. So yes. I didn't have no problem following them because they was doing it right. Mm-hmm. right. So my job was just, you know, what can I soak up? What can I learn? Right. Yes. What position can y'all put right. me in? Right. So Which we talk about position. that all the time. You have to surround yourself with people that are doing more than what you're doing in your current situation mm-hmm. Correct. To, to oversee and see that change. Bosses have to surround themselves yes. with bosses. Yes. No matter the level of bosses, right. they yes. just have to be around bosses. Yes. yes. And, and that's do, what grows. Do you still have somebody like that in your corner now? Like somebody that you look up to in Springs? Um. Yes. Is um, um, Eric Hicks, he mm-hmm. runs 719303 promotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I look up to him as like a father figure and just guiding me as a person. Mm-hmm. So not more as um, the promotional part, mm-hmm. more of the making me understand like what I'm doing as a man, like how I need to carry myself, yeah. things I need to do, yeah. um, how I should treat people. 
um, things that I should say, shouldn't say. Just, you know, like I was coming from Tennessee, so I was coming from Memphis. Like you say, it's rough. Mm-hmm. I wasn't used to a lot of things um, and privileged to a lot of things that when I mm-hmm. came down here, it was like open. So I still had that Memphis attitude mm-hmm. or, you know, everything. The struggle mm-hmm. is all for one. I got to do what I got to do. Right. So basically, he just taught me like, no, nah, it's like another world out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally just, another world. You can't just yeah, talk to everybody. World. Like, yeah. Literally like, you know, like. Do you, what, you do can, you, do you find that hard being in Colorado? Like since we're not like in LA and we're not like a, you know, um, yes. New York and we're not, yes. you know, any of these places. And especially for like artists and things like that. Is it very harder? Hard. Very. Okay. It's very, very harder. How are you trying to like change that scene? Um, by basically giving like the customers and people what they want. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I've been doing it for a while. That's why I feel like promotions is different. Mm-hmm. So over the years, it just took me time to try to understand like, okay, what Whitney might go see mm. or what you might go see, right. mm-hmm. depending on what I wake up and say, oh, well, you know, this would be a good thing to do in Colorado Springs. This would be fun for me. or <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not. So it got to be like fun for everyone, right. which took a while because, you know, in Colorado Springs, you got – Military going in, mm-hmm. military coming out. Right. One minute I got these 500 mm-hmm. people that I built with over these six yep. months, mm-hmm. and then they're gone. So yeah. it's constantly like, oh, changing. Lord. Yes. Yes. But with relationships, it made it easier because now these 500 is leaving probably know some of the people coming in. Right. So mm-hmm. at this point, it's just more of relationships of who you should deal with. Right, oh, right. if you want to go to a concert, you should go deal with them. Right. You know, if you want to do something that's with the urban community that's done correctly, you might want to go deal with them. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that in the urban community. Uh, yeah. Basically what he means is ain't no nigga shit going on. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. Because most people just assume it's going to like, So that would be irritating me because most people going to like look at me or like certain people we deal with and assume is going to run like that. Mm. So my job is to like make sure they understand that it doesn't run like that. Exactly. Like, I run the same way as the company that you're trying to go work for for free runs so yeah. you should treat me the same way so right. that's how we're trying to make it correct right now. i i think that that's a huge point to make right there because have you ever felt in this position like people will just automatically size you up of course yeah yeah, not just, but I'm, I'm not, okay, let's just, just take black out of the question. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, so Memphis, Tennessee, like, you know, the slang, like, do you, do you feel like you have to put on for different people, different, you know, because the, uh, listen, I, I think that we are, um, you know, Whitney said this about <laughs> me just because like, I, ca- I carry myself in a very professional manner. It's just because of where I've come from and, and things like that, like where I've built and, but I don't forget who I am, but I also don't need to be who that was. Correct. And, um, so when I'm telling my story, she was very shocked, you know, like, Oh my God, I can't believe you did this. And I can't believe you were part of that, you know, or whatnot. And it's because I put on for my clients, right. you know what I mean? Correct. Like as well, like I'm, I'm not going to be the, the uh, fake, I'm not, I'm not talking about being fake, but I'm talking about there's a professionalism, mm-hmm. right. In everything that you do, you the way you carry yourself. Yes. Correct. Everyone doesn't need to see all the trauma you went through to get to where you're at. Right. So like no one needs to see, you know, like why would I still be sagging down to the level I make compared to then? Like, you don't have to know who I'm really dealing with. Right. But right. obviously, it's a reason I'm doing it. Right. So, yes, it's like you got to carry yourself away mm-hmm. for you to be accepted. Right. And that's anywhere right. in the world. So, it's not just Tennessee or Colorado. Like, it's like anywhere you go, honestly, um, people are going to judge you, like, how you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have a million dollars, and if you're dressed 
Like, you're a thug, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he's probably a thug. He yeah. don't do this and that. Yeah. And you might have a million dollars, but if I come in here in the suit and tie, mm -hmm. you're going to look at me like, different. oh, you know, I want to see what he do. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, yeah. you don't have to camouflage it, but you got to live in the world that we're living in. Like, that's what we live yes. in. Mm -hmm. So you got to make it make sense. And it's not complicated, so I don't see why it's so hard. She got to see a little bit of it. That different persona and people and how people perceive people. We did. I she took me to a um, photography convention in D.C. Oh. and she was just mm -hmm. like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." She asked me. She said, "Um, white is not the dominant here, is it?" And I said, "No, mm -hmm. tri-state area is a little bit different. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> things are a little bit different over here. Yes, but um, she did also see how women or different people in that community will size somebody up in a room just based off of their appearance. Well, her specifically. <laughs> yes. So let's like for real. Yeah. Like, so I had asked Winnie at one point because you know Winnie's light skin, um, beautiful, you know, and You're um, so sweet. So I was watching, you know, and so um, my whole question and, and what I was asking her when we were there is that I, I'm very, I'm an, I'm a very observative person. So I just sit back in the cut and like, just watch, you know? <laughs> and, um, I was watching these women, black women specifically size this woman up and down and just kind of like, and I was like, wow. Like, and so I asked her, cause yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know if she noticed it or not. And, and cause Whitney walks and she looks straight ahead. Correct. And so that was the first thing that I, you know, I kind of observed about, Whitney, and I understand that as a woman that sometimes like even the, the looks feel uncomfortable or, you know, even if you're not demanding attention, sometimes right. it's just on you. Correct. And, um, that's being non-confrontational. So she, she would walk and she would just look straight. She's not paying attention to anybody. And yet these women were really sizing her up. And so I, I asked her, I says, do you ever feel like, you know, when you're out and about, like, do you get do you get this type of look? Like, negative vibe. This really like, you know, I said, I see these women sizing her up and just like, and she said, yeah, like not only do they size her up, like they're mean. Yes. What? Yes. Yes. You know, mean. And that's that nature that you're talking about, how you have to be able to carry yourself in different types of rooms around different types of people. Yes. You yeah. have to be able to adapt. It's like a proving ground. Yes. Yeah. Every, every move you make is like a proving ground. Like mm -hmm. you can imagine how many people who ask me every day, like, how do you work with that venue? How did they let you yes. do that? They don't mm -hmm. deal with us. It's levels. Yeah. yeah. No matter who you are, it's still levels to how you do it. 100%. And like, I still have to go into these venues and like prove to them what I can do compared to, you know, if I was just like, example, if you take the Rick Ross show, like if I was like an AG or Live Nation and I posted Rick Ross, mm -hmm. people wouldn't question is Rick Ross coming. Yes. But the fact that we're doing Rick Ross, we have to get a video drop of him saying he's coming. Just to prove. So the masses can believe he's coming. When you talk about this, a, this would you would you say that? AG. Yeah, what, what is Nations. that? Is that like another promotion, promoters? Um, or? Yes, that's um like two of the biggest promotional marketing companies for artists around the world. Okay, so, so it's not like selected. No, okay. it's everybody. Um, All kind of concerts. All ranges, rock, hip hop, country, whatever. It's at the same platform as like Live Nation when you go to yeah, purchase Live your tickets. Nation, yes, AEG basically are yeah. the ones who bring all the artists, like all the concerts you see, mm -hmm. all the festivals you see. Yeah. Those who they they're the ones who present. Is that your goal? Uh, my goal is to be beside them, not with them. Mm. Why is that beside them? Why? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I can stand with them. I don't have to stand, like, you know, as a team. You want your right. own. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we can build the same thing that they right. built. Mm -hmm. um, and I just feel like no one in our community particularly has just wanted to take that step. So correct. I You're just feel correct. like we can do it. Yeah. So the people they bring in, but I feel like I have enough resources. I have enough 
people. I have enough everything that mm -hmm. we can do what they're doing. We can build the same tours. We can build the same everything. So, so let's let's go back a little bit more. So you you were in Tennessee. You had you know you were you were this this youngster just kind of looking at everything and, and then had this desire kind of cut out like man I want to do this. Yes. And so where did that change from passing out flyers to you know what what shifted? Um, I think probably when. Like I said, when I turned 18, I just realized I had to do, like, more providing things as a man. Mm -hmm. um, I was, mm -hmm. like, still in the streets, yes. but I had to, like, figure out, like, what I'm finna to do to make money, make capital. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm not a full-time college student or I don't want to go to college, right. you know, what am I going to do in my life? So, But, I mean, I have a high school diploma. I had a great GPA. But these are just things that I want to do at a young age. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't want to work for anyone. So... I was going to go to school in my mind, and I was not going to go to school. Mm -hmm. So I went to, like, University of Georgia for, like, a year. And I was like, nah, I don't want to be in it's college. Not yeah. for me. But yeah. the whole time, but doing this whole time, it's just I was always doing events. I was always marketing. You know, people would call me to help with clubs because my closest family that I deal with every day was doing these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So the people I was around actively every day, they were, you know, big promoters. They was bringing in big names. So when I turned 18, I was just like, look, I got to find out how to make this work. So mm -hmm. I just started asking, like, you know, how you make money. Um, most of the people I was dealing with, like the Curtis Givens, the Lionhearts, Killer Mikes, they were, like, paying me now. So now they was like, okay, well, cool. We can pay you for this. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I'm getting paid. Yeah. Your first big payment, you're like, I could do this. What? Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah I'm, getting, I'm getting paid. Then I'm going in here to be with the artist, so now I'm getting all the publicity. So I'm like, yeah, you got to think I'm 18 and I'm with the two chains yeah. already. Mm -hmm. I'm with all these yeah. people. I can bring my friends with me if I want to. Yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Until I realized, like, yeah, I'm bringing you like 500 people though. Right, that's a total different check than what you're paying me. Yeah, mm. yeah. So if all these 500 people that I brought were paying me this 80 dollars to get in here, yeah, compared to you paying me 500 dollars for a night, right? yeah. That's a big difference in yeah. my pocket. So yes. now I need to figure out how you're running this business. Yeah. How much does it cost to run this business? Right. Like what you're doing, how you get in the club. And were you, you gathering that information while you were just like under them? Yes, like, but I'm an open person. So Yeah, but I'm very blunt with the people I deal with because I don't like hiding things. So yeah. I'm telling my brothers, them like, y'all got to teach me what y'all doing. Yeah. Like, what club you going to? I'm going to go with you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to a meet? Let me ride. Yeah. Um, you want me to pass out flyers? Mm -hmm. Well, you got to tell me how much the club costs you. You got to mm -hmm. learn under the wings of the people already doing it. Of course. It. I don't want to yeah. do it now because I'm not in a position to do right. it now. Mm -hmm. But I need right. to know what you're doing. So when I do it, mm -hmm. I don't either make the same mistakes you made or I know how to make better choices. And if you're telling me, I'm going to do it right. Correct. So that was the lavish part, I guess, I had with the people I was around. Mm -hmm. So once I figured that out, I was just like, you know. I'm going to do it on my own. Mm, right. I started booking clubs on my own. Just. And still in Tennessee at this time? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, my best friend name is AJ. One of my best friends named AJ. He's a native from Colorado Springs, but he moved to Tennessee. So he went to the University of Memphis. Mm -hmm. He's a graduate working on his master's and things. But when he moved down here, he met me. Right. And when I met him, he was doing um, college events. He was just, like, working for another promoter doing college events. But at that time, I was, like, already big in the city. Like, I was mm -hmm. one of the biggest promoters in Memphis that you probably could deal with at that point. Right. Um, so, basically, I started dealing with him. Um, all his years in college, I was, like, his best friend. We went everywhere. We did everything. And, you know, one day he was just like, hey, come to Colorado with me. 
I think it was like 2013, 2012. And what was that conversation like? Because I know you were like, yeah. you want me to go where? Yeah, I was, <laughs> Colorado. I was, yeah, I was like, it is freezing. It's like, why do you want me to go? <laughs> but um, he had parents and things, and he was like, okay, you know, cool. I, I want to go to Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so at this time, I had already had the label Kush Alumni because when I built the Illish Promotions, but we also did music and worked with artists. So I already had like the Kush Alumni already done before I ever came to Colorado. Mm-hmm. So when I got here and realized that, oh, they working on weed, being legal, they really? doing yeah. this, I was like, wait, Say hold less. on, I got a perfect name for this. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Yeah. I fit in kind of perfect. Yeah. Um, but so when I came, it was like no entertainment though. There was no light life <laughs> at this point. I guess I guess I came later when like people say I came when everything was fading away. Yes. Mm. Like when everything was going downhill. Yeah. Yes. So you, and when you're talking about going downhill, you're talking about like the clubs downtown, like yes, just the wasn't scene no clubs. in general yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. And yeah, it, it was, there's a stigma. I'm born and raised native, but there's always a stigma and unfortunately, and this is another this is a good topic for another podcast, by the way. But um <laughs> just the the minority community in Colorado, specifically in my opinion, Colorado Springs. Um, anything that's for the most part minority driven does not last and it doesn't last for some yeah, are you, specific when you say reasons. minority owned like business owned not like, owned that- i just mean minority driven Period. like anything minority driven almost you i can have this conversation with you and if people don't understand please feel free to write and ask us questions you can be anonymous or regular but mm-hmm. you know mansion is a generated kind of white club the music they play, mm-hmm. the the crowd that they get, right. even though it changes over time. And then you got like Cowboys across the street, which is exactly white, different vibe. A, I mean, correct you know, for the most part. But now let's start throwing in different keys. Like Cowboys used to be the place to be on certain nights when certain DJs were there, and it created a different crowd, right. mm-hmm. and then it created drama. Right. And then Mansion tried to do something, and that created drama. Mm-hmm. And then all these other little small clubs pop up and, you know, give those minorities a place to go where they can hear the music that they want to hear and have right. the vibe that they want to have, but they never last mm-hmm. because of yes. a bunch of stuff. Right. <laughs> Not yes. just one thing. I mean, the city is just ran in a certain order. It's, That's it's, what you have yeah. to learn. Mm-hmm. So, like, you would never, like, the people who own the Mansion owns probably right. all the nightlife venues in Colorado Red Martini, um, yeah. Gasoline Cowboys, Alley, Cowboys. Cow. It's gotcha. dom- the, the yeah. industry they is dominated. By the same, they, they're driven by the same yes. and founders, And it's not, it's not minority-owned? No. Is that no. And it's old no. money, not no. new money. It's very, very old money. Correct. So that means they're not going anywhere. <laughs> and that means that, in my opinion, I'll say it, I don't care if you don't want to say it, but they're part of the good old boys club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. So they're in a community where they're looking out for only each other to see them be successful. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you have a group or an entrepreneur group or other businesses come in to try to st- start a club, if you're not in cahoots or cool with them, it's, it's probably not going to last. And it's, and the way they have the business is like, is it's kind of hard to compete against. Yeah. So like, you're not really finna steal like people or crowds that are accustomed to doing the same thing for the past like 10, 15 years. Have like, you ever desired to have a club of your own? Like yes. To, yes, yeah? of course. I'm I'm going to have one of the club. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I love that. I love that you're already saying that you're going to do it. Like, you know the power of your, your words, obviously. Yeah. Power so, of manifestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was getting ready to open Southern Bougie Barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was a barbecue restaurant. I was the owner of it. I was getting ready to open on the academy, but we had some building issues. So we're getting ready to reopen the new the new barbecue restaurant probably like this year or the end of this year in mm-hmm. Colorado Springs. 
And I'm also currently building a multi-million dollar studio in Denver on Broadway, which I'm the owner as well. So owning a club, yes, that's for sure. In the, the world, it's coming. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're just trying to make sure the right place for it. It's just so hard out here just due to the fact of the stereotyping and how things are. Yeah. Like, I don't have, that's what I tell people, like, I don't have the same chances that other people mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. So when I go into certain endeavors and when I go into certain things in Denver, in Colorado, mm -hmm. it has to be mass driven. So I can't drive it, like she said, just to the minority. It has to be mm -hmm. driven for everyone. Right. Because if not, it only takes the fold. smallest thing for anyone to make it seem like, oh, this not right, or this, oh, work. this shouldn't yeah. be here, or this not how it should be ran. You mm -hmm. know, no matter how much money I spent. Like, I've been in situations where I done spent <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars mm -hmm. and got treated like I spent $20, mm -hmm. and so they realize, oh, oh, you did that. Like, yeah, so I'm going to let my lawyer talk to you. Now I have right. a different conversation right. with people. And I just feel like, you know, we really shouldn't have to do that. Like, it's even, it's I'm, priv to I'm privy it. to a situation, and you know, we've talked about it before, I don't need to say it, but my ex opened up a nightclub. Mm -hmm. And just a specific situation as far as just getting a liquor license approved mm -hmm. was next to impossible. Yeah. Just because of the other people in that same market in Colorado were like, no, they don't need to have that. Mm, for what? Because the city had a vote like uh -huh. that. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And really, that's because. That's all it takes is for one person that's in that good old boys club to voice their opinion. Yeah. And then they, they all cahoot together and they shut it down. Mm -hmm. And honestly, and to be truthful, it had nothing even to do with her particular ex. It was the person that yes. she chose yes. to do the business yes. with. Yes. Yeah. And it was it like, takes. wait a minute, he's in the background. Right. He ain't even doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But. Just for the fact of they know the reputation right. of this particular person, they felt like yep. that they don't care who he was working with. Like, if you're working with him, you're a bad guy. Yep. Dang. So if you're working with him, you're a bad guy. If bad you you should have yep. made a better decision. So, I mean, I don't yep. like it, but at the same time, that's one of the things Colorado taught me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I need to know exactly who I'm dealing with. Yeah. Who are you getting From into bed with? top to bottom. Yes. So right. I need to know what you did out here 10 years ago, <laughs> 20 years ago. Don't tell me it don't matter because mm -hmm. if I take you to this meeting and one of these people look at me and say something crazy, yes. I'm going to know it's because I brought you with me. Exactly. Right. Or it's a feeling or a vibe they have about you. So mm -hmm. out here is like, nah, I need to know. So no, you know, I just rather go by myself. Now um, that you are, I see you doing more because I've been out of the loop for a while. But yes. now that I see that you're doing more stuff in Denver. Yes. Do you feel like it's harder in Denver or easier? Way better. Really? Yeah, for sure. Just the open doors, willingness. Um, It's not willingness. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, like I'm very humble. So like the people that's in Denver, um, like Kevin Kane, 3 Deep, um, Swizzy, which is one of my DJs now right. that I deal with a lot. Um, all these people has been running Denver before I got here. They've right. been doing the white parties right. and things like that. So I had to pay homage to them over years. And most people are not big with saying that or doing that. But Nobody wants general, to groom a relationship. Yeah, or, it's, yeah, yeah. but most people, um, I had to build it. So like they literally had to see a lot of my work over mm -hmm. the years to check your portfolio right correct to make them want to tell their supporters and followers to follow me mm -hmm. because at the end of the day what i'm doing is what they've been doing for 30 years to provide for their family mm -hmm. so when i'm coming in and i'm doing the same thing to provide for mine correct. and it's not an open lane to where you have three thousand of these kind of people mm -hmm. like no it's like 
you know, you probably got one president, you know, one mayor, one chief. It's like you probably have one head promotion, especially when it's dealt with like the minority. You don't have yeah. a group because it's not big enough to have multiple, you know, promotions or things like that. Like if mm-hmm. I go to Texas, I can go to Dallas, I can go to Houston, right. I can go to Austin. Yeah, different. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, in, and in these particular cities, I can go to different parts of it as well. So and you, you, don't you, have you could actually here. sell it like that too. Like, hey, we're going to bring you here, 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 and here. Yes. Cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you're in different states, you can do those things. Yeah. And they open longer, you know, it's things like that. But when you're in Denver, everyone really knows everybody like the Springs. Once your name become <laughs> to a certain stature, everyone knows you. Yeah. They know who you're dealing with. Yep. They know who, you know, what kind of crowd follow mm-hmm. you, what kind of money you bring in. Mm-hmm. So after a while, depending on your status, you don't really have to talk a lot. Yeah. Because they really know because they really wouldn't be talking to you. Mm-hmm. Which is something I do like about Denver because, you know, like, if I'm sitting at this table, right. I don't have to worry about how these people feel about yeah. me. Yeah. I don't have because to Because I wouldn't be myself. at the table. Exactly. Like, this is, it's a cutthroat out here. Like, you don't have to worry about this. You won't be here. Right. It's yeah. not really a guest situation. Like, nah, if you're not fit to be where you need to be. Right, we right. have ways to not put you here. Mm-hmm. So I was happy it taught me that because it did. That's what, like, made me know, like, oh, you got to move like this. Or, you know, I'm not hiding or camouflaging who you are, but you still, you know, you grow up, you evolve, you become right. a better person in general. Yes. So if you're becoming a better person, you're supposed to be able to move different. Yes. You know, now I'm going to dress differently. Now I'm going mm-hmm. to think about this before I go outside. Or I'm going to think about what I put on my live videos right. or what I say right. or what I tag or 100%. comment. Because now... I'm appealing to the masses. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if Whitney look Everybody's at my Facebook watching. and you look at my Facebook, I don't want you to be like, oh, I don't like him because his <laughs> Facebook. Uh, uh, uh. Exactly. I'd rather be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, we like him. We can vibe and make you want to look more into things. So right. it yeah. taught you how to be like, taught so me how to be important. a lot of subjective yeah. with what I do, what I say, right. who I deal with, where it is at, because yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. What are, um, what are the vulnerabilities that you've seen in other businesses that you plan to attack that, you, you plan to be different. <laughs> um, a lot of businesses nowadays doesn't believe in um, promoters because of the internet marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's <laughs> internet driven. <Yeah. laughs> so a lot of the internet can do anything, anything now. now. You know yes. I mean? That's tough. I mean, yes. You can even set up your promotions to do them for you in advance and you don't even have to check in and be present anymore. <laughs> Correct. But so it's but, depending on right. what you're doing. Yeah. Right. So I feel like it depends on which business you're doing. Like, um, so when it comes down to the promoting like the club or the events, I feel like we're very important because, um, you can know people and people might come, might not come, or depending on if you bring a big artist and yeah. they come out. But like, if you know the right promoter and the right promoter is promoting certain events, um, you get people to spend different kinds of money. Mm-hmm. So yes. I have friends who have spend five. $10,000, $20,000 on bottle service because they know me. Right. They trust me. Compared to if Whitney was to produce the same show, they'd be like, ah, we'll let you know mm-hmm. when we get there. Yeah. yeah. Or we, you know, it's maybe right. um, because of relationships. Right. So I feel like relationships with people and things still matter. Yes. Um, and it goes a long way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like I say, it depends on what business you're in. But of course, if you got you know, physical, live adults, people yes. marketing your brand, telling other people to go support you, telling other people to go see things about you like that. It grows your company yep. a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, 
way more sometimes than just your online presence, like right. with the SEOs and things, because yes. people not interacting with you, they just right. doing business with mm-hmm. you. So at that point, you can always lose a customer. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. But if you have a promoter or you build a substantial clientele base, that means over the next one to five years, I'm going to keep growing customers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My customers are going to keep supporting me mm-hmm. no matter what changes I go through, no matter yeah. who I'm dealing with. Like if I stop, you know, promoting big artists right now, and don't do nothing to ruin my name in the meantime, mm-hmm. I can post a party next year and it's going to sell out. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's that experience that we talk yes. about where, you know, I'm, I'm high, high, high on that experience list of, you know, I'm not the best photographer in the world. Like there's, I'm not even the best photographer in college. I'm not the best photographer in Fountain, Colorado, <laughs> but what people can't do is they can't replicate me. Correct. Do you know what I mean? So like what I'm going to bring to the table is going to be completely different. And, 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 I, I made a post the other day that 10, yeah. t- 10 times out of 10, you know, that hard work's going to beat out talent. And then I heard another message this morning that kind of changed my view a little bit because, you know, he was really talking about like Michael Jordan, yeah. you know, like, well, if, if I work and I work every single day and I practice and I go in, can I beat Michael Jordan? And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, probably not. You know what I mean? Like if you don't have that natural talent right. as well, but um, that experience that you bring is going to, you know, set you different from anybody else. So talk to me about the, the experience. So let's, let's just say this event that you're, you're putting on with Rick Ross, like what do they get to experience from the moment that they hit down with you? Um, different vibes, different feels. Um, just overall, it's a different experience than what Denver is used to. Mm-hmm. Um, the fashion world, a start off the day, um, which I have 10 different designers, Um, from all different kind of backgrounds. Um, We have over 70 models, um, all different kind of backgrounds. Of course, we have the best makeup artists on the show. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) Faces Um, is going to be beat. (laughs) Or somebody's going to get yelled at. Makeup artists. (laughs) um, I know a lot of people put a lot of work and time into Mm -hmm. like Denver Fashion Week, and I just feel like there's other fashion that can be explored the same way. And you are coming but, in at a great time because yes. Denver Fashion Week is, I love them. I'm not, I'm not downplaying my community by no means. However, Denver needs a change. We need a, a, a scenery change with fashion in Denver. Yes. It's necessary. Correct. Yes. But someone has to do it. Yes. And I think a reason that um, some things in Denver for our community don't get presented or pushed by certain people in the community because I don't feel like it's going to be put on and produced the same way as a Denver fashion week, mm-hmm. which is why I say we don't really get the same opportunity. We yeah. make our opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I was Denver fashion week and I posted, I'm bringing Rick Ross and I got these mini models, I wouldn't have to like deal with or reach out myself to newspapers or certain mm-hmm. companies. They'll be at my front door. Yeah. Beating it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's more like, I have to go through selling myself first mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you to understand how serious we are. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then next year, we're not going to have that problem. Right. You're going to oh. be beating down our door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have the opportunity to give people the same treatment back that we're giving up front. Yes. So, so the celebrities, like, like, be honest, the celebrities don't care about you. No, why would they care about me? Right, like that, that's just that's just the norm. Like they yeah. they're there to do a job. Like they get there, they yes. don't care about you. They, they, their team takes care of them. This is where you go. This is what you do. This is yes. you know what I mean. They're, they're they're paid to do a job. Yes. So when they're come, they're paid to do a job. Mm-hmm. So they don't care about nothing else that we got going on. They don't care if we sell one ticket or a thousand tickets. They're right. still getting paid. They have to get paid. Yeah. Has to, yeah. Have to. <laughs> right. So there is no <laughs> right. there is no um like gray area. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they have to get paid. Do you find that some celebrities are really difficult to work with? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, very. Can you tell me a story about one of them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to drop names if you don't want to, but like, you could. I mean, hey, our show is little right now, right. so just. <laughs> but people All need right. to know We're because building. some people are real finicky. Yeah, like, um, if we doing recent events, um, we had a very difficult artist and. Me personally, I wish we didn't book him. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I really wish we didn't pay this man this kind of money, but we had already paid him, so you have to pay the artists like you know the fifty percent before they start right. promoting and do these things. Mm -hmm. But I really wish that I wouldn't have booked him, and I didn't know his attitude was that mm. bad until I booked him. So like, what was it? Like, what was it? Like, I mean, it was August. I seen it. Like, I say nothing. It's like I'm very blunt. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about nobody jeopardizing what yeah. I got going on. Well, I mean, the truth is the truth. If you act like that, then people oh, are going to yeah. know. I, mean, Do you mean you can't? I told them. See, yeah. I wanted them. So I let you yes. know. Like, yeah. you know, That's I That's one would thing never... that I can say about and him. They, is he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't so you told him straight up. <laughs> yeah, bro, I would, never, I would never book out again. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, the way y'all talk to my pops, like, if you mm. talk to me like that, y'all wouldn't even be talking to me. Yeah. So you pick who to play talk with. Talk to him nasty? Now, now you understand. I didn't even say no details, but when I say his name. Mm-hmm. If you're in the public and you're in Colorado Springs and, like, you mentioned Eric Hicks, like, he don't even blend in with anything crazy. Mm -hmm. um, he's military. He's a veteran. Mm. He's, he's been there school, for 30. Yeah, he's sweet, been there for like, 30 years. And he, like, gives away things. He's been He's the clothes. nicest person a part of anything. So what? Like, 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 period. And he goes out his way to make whoever he's yes. around happy. Like, mm -hmm. if he walked in and just met you, he'll go out his way to make you happy, no matter mm -hmm. if he by himself or with his wife or woman, etc. Right. He's going to do what it takes to make the room feel okay. So, you know, when you hear certain things, it's like, you shouldn't even treat them like that. Like, you know, he's 60-something. no reason. Like, yeah, like, it's just no reason. So, a lot of people are difficult, and sometimes, um, that's why I tell people, like, in guesses, like, the game is so hard because... Mm -hmm. We can pay an artist so much money, and if they wake up on the wrong side of the bed, we don't know what we're going to yeah. get from them when they get here. Mm -hmm. We don't know how they're going to act. Mm. Well, but, and this downfall about it, which I want to talk about with you, too, is then that downplayed behavior gets put off on you guys. As correct. if you have a way of controlling correct. how this person wakes up, and then it's, oh, we're going to talk about this event, and that's not what I wanted, mm. and I didn't want it to go this way. And I'm like, correct. they can't control this person's mood. Yes. They can't control how this person wants to act. They're paid regardless. Correct. <laughs> which which led us over the years. Um, we make a very detailed contract now. Mm -hmm. um, it sounds like you can't be an ass. Well, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't say he can't be an ass, but. Um, <laughs> I, I asked because you know like, when I. Like, I don't need you to be an ass. Um, I don't care if you're an ass or not. So. Uh, different people that you choose to be asked to. I just need you to fulfill the obligations I pay you for. Right. So if you're having a meet and greet, I need you to smile and be presentable to these people doing your meet and greet. Right. I don't care what you do after that. Once that time is up, you can do what, what you want to. What if they break that contract? Um, that's what we have lawyers for, and that's nine times out of ten, we won't pay them. Yeah. So the same way we obligated to that do these That would be that other 50%. Like, hey, you didn't fulfill your contract because you were acting like a <laughs> yeah, like if you supposed to like like if the contractual payment says you supposed to be somewhere as an artist at a certain time, you supposed to give us certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, we have the right to not pay you right. if you don't do these right. certain things right. because as an artist, it's a contract. Um, yeah, as an artist, because what you're telling me is like, okay, well, 
I'll perform for 45 yep. minutes. I want 30 bottles. Right. I want a section. <laughs> I want um, an all-black suburban. I want, I want a, a private driver. You know, I want <laughs> Sprite, not sparkling <laughs> right. water. You know. Hey, you said that one time. Like, right there's Ooh, like specific. Yes. They, they wanted a specific very... vehicle. Yes, yes, And if you yes. don't come with that, then they would, like, They have the... If, if that's what's understood yes. in the contract, they have the right to deny your service and demand their payment. So if I sign the contract with you and you tell me, I want $60,000... 30000 up front. Here's my rider. I need to get picked up in the all-black suburban. Got to be a year 2020 or higher. It got to sit six people. Um, I need this kind of water. I need this kind of champagne. I need this kind of bubble gum. I need one of fresh, not double. <laughs> who's been the, like, like, the, the, oh, like, who's yeah. been the oh, highest goes, one that you work with? Like, it, that asked for, like, various. Who's, can you say that? I mean, like, a lot of different artists have different things. Like, um, if anything you that was, like, super weird, like, you're like, really? Like, come on. Um, I mean, because I've heard stuff, you know, like Mariah yeah. Carey, things She's like that. She's very you know I mean? specific. Like, but yeah, like, I mean, like, even those artists like Mariah Carey, Beyonce, um, like a Drake. Um, Drake, he bougie or what? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I yeah, love like, Drake. No, 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 I love Drake. It, so, so what y'all might consider bougie is just their standard rider for what they've been doing all their life. So uh, let's say we're gross. Yeah, right. Why do you need 30 bottles and 20 all black towels? Why does the towels got to be all black? Black mm-hmm. Even though it's easy to find black, black towels. towels. Even though it's perfectly what? easy to find black towels. Mm-hmm. Why it's I gotta be black towels? specifically, like, has to be black. Yeah, it has to be. And that's in the contract. For sure. And that's broken. They can say, you ain't getting paid. Correct. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> when, we, when, we, when we come to our table and sit down, we need to have um, 12 bottles of water. We need seven Red Bulls. We need... Um, Three bottles of Bel Air, four bottles of Ace of Spades. Yeah. Um, technically, like legally by contract, if one bottle, even if it's the water, is not accounted for, stop it. They management can literally say, You didn't abide by your contract. Damn. And we don't gotta pay you. So a lot of times, like <laughs> the promoters are so scared of it, yeah. you overdo it mm. because you know this can happen. But in reality, like you really don't see a lot of artists doing it. But you do have situations to things that do happen mm-hmm. that make artists feel it. So we're like, I don't had an event with an artist before that. We had that bottle service set up. Um, the club oversold the bottles. We didn't have that mm, particular yeah. bottle. Yep. And they was like upset. I only drink tequila. Oh, so what do you do? Like you lost, like you think you didn't I get mean, paid? Or did, I like, mean, you not, I mean we already it. got paid, but it's like, what else can we offer you at this moment to make it okay? Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like you just in survival mode. Yeah. yeah. Like, Okay, well, I already paid you your money. You're already in the club. So what are you doing now, in that situation? Like, uh, what do you do? I, you can only try to make it right. Scramble and yeah, do whatever you can do. If we don't have it, what, can I, yeah, what can I offer you or what can I bring you to make up for this bottle? Because at this point, if you're already in the club, that means you're paid all your money at this point. You got all your money as an artist. Before you walked into this club, if I owed you 70000 on paper, mm-hmm. you have collected $70,000 before you stepped foot into this club. So now you're paid. So my head, my worries of paying you is done. Right. But if you're supposed to be in here 45 minutes and you don't get the right bottle and you only been in here 15 minutes and you get up and leave mm-hmm. because I didn't get you the right Damn. bottle. Now, when the crowd is mm-hmm. complaining, mm-hmm. it is my fault. Mm-hmm. It is my it is my job because now it wasn't done right. No matter if I was the fault 
or the club was the fault. So what kind of team do you have behind you to make sure that these are successes? Very strong. Yeah? Yes. Um, the team around me now, we've been doing promotion probably collectively um, over about 40, 50 years with just the partners we are now. It's just three of us, which is the head. Mm-hmm. And um, under me, I just employ and work with other sub promoters to build up what they got going on and what they want to do, just like I had the chance to do. So that's what I try to um, build around other promoters who want to be in the spotlight but really can't do the things that's needed, but they need that to Mm -hmm. produce and to make sure they're following. Do you, like, it sounds like you got a good heart for that, but do you, like, make it known that, like, so, and this is just being blunt, like, when, if I were, or a tattoo artist or anything like that, if I were to want to go to one of the best photographers in the world, let's just say, and I want to work under them, I'm going to be their bag bitch. Yeah. And they make it known. Yeah. Like, you're going to carry my bag. Mm -hmm. You're going to do any, like, do you present that, like, look, you want to work under me, I'm going to teach you, but... You got to pay uh, your dues. <laughs> I, guess, I guess to pay your dues is automatic. I guess where I'm from, you really can't say bag bitch like that because everybody got their own lane. Um, and I feel like like certain things like that's cool when you're in that market, mm-hmm. but I'm just more humble than it. Like, I really don't. I don't need you to be my bag bitch. I need mm-hmm. you to be the best version of you, bro, so I can show you how to succeed to keep right. me succeeding. Mm-hmm. So if you and can not everybody keep, works like that. Because yeah, when so, I got brought on to DFW, I was a bag bitch. Yeah, like if you can I keep had to succeeding, show and prove. it helps me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people don't work like that. And like you say, what you've been through and what you go through, yeah, it make you feel that way. Like yeah. I've been through so much as a promoter or so much stuff like, you're gonna make of sure course, you're on yeah, point. yeah. Of course, I'm not gonna like just meet you and put you on stage next right, to me. Right. Of course, I'm not just gonna meet a DJ and give them the same exposure that I mm-hmm. give a Swizzy right. who's earned his support. I mean, exposure over the right. years. So no, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't have a reason to make the people who's dealing with me feel belittled. Like mm-hmm. they don't right. have to feel like, right. oh, you know where. Well, I'm just a worker under him. Like, nah, bro, you're on boss. Like, you don't have to work for me, bro. If right. you want to go do something else, go do it. Right. Like, I'm going to support you in general. Mm-hmm. I just need you to know what you're doing for me. You genuinely want to do. Right. Because what I'm doing, this provides for my family. So right. I got to do it sincere and I do it correctly. Have you had any um, issues in, like, any of the things that you've put on where you've had shootings, where you've had, you know, problems like that inside of the, you know, arena, the the club, the concert, nah, anything like that? inside, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, outside? Never I, I would, I, to be honest with you, I probably wouldn't be I've been watching talking. too much Power, no, probably. Not, uh, <laughs> I um, just made her start watching Power. Yeah. She just finished. I'm done. The, the funny thing about Colorado Springs, that if that was the case, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you. Yeah. Mm. Seriously. Yeah. Like, if I had shoes inside the club and yeah. things like that, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. Because right um, away, that, like, ruins your reputation. If something like course. that goes down. Yes. Depending on what's going on. Yeah. Depending on... That's why I say the venue, who's doing what, who's mm-hmm. doing what. Um, those things you can't control. Those really, happen. and even and I have to say this too is it's it's ten times out of one, and I, it's it's usually not the venue. Correct. And I get pissed off that people just labelize it as the venue's fault mm-hmm. when it's other. There's so many other avenues Elements. that are that are going on in that, and it's usually security or something else. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's never just the venue. Yeah. And I hate, that's why shit don't last in Colorado because people label the venue and then the news jumps on it. And then it's just, oh, this is, this is such and such place. It happened here. Oh, I'm never going there. And then you get them trolls going on social media. And then that's all she wrote. It takes it one time and then the military blacklists your club. Mm. So that's another problem. So like, you know, like I don't been in the club. So where, you know, you might have 
a fighting or something like that. Or then when you get outside, it might be shooting. some shooting. Or I've been to clubs where people actually got shot. Yes, I've seen it. But the difference is, is the way the city highlights it. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. highlight it like it's the worst thing in yes. the world. But I'd be like, yo, I was just at Thirsty Period and watched right. this dude get thrown out the window. Yes. <laughs> I didn't even see this on the news one time. Damn. He literally got thrown out the yes. window from the second floor. Yes. But... At this event, they drove off the parking lot, shot in the air two times. Nobody got shot. And now yep. it's the most known yep. shooting spot in the city. Oh, I'm Don't not going go. there. And you got to remember, I'm not just talking about these things from my events because I'm like, I just deal with a whole bunch of promoters. Sure. So I watch a whole bunch of promoters. and You go to a, a whole, lot of the events that even that you haven't put on. Yeah, of course. Like I'm Is to the level now. Observing yeah, as well too, yeah, kind of seeing how yeah, it goes. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're to the level that we do more concerts, more bigger events. I do more you know, how higher caliber events, like yeah. more class, more, mm-hmm. m- just a different realm than what I used to. So when you talk about more class, um, artists like Rick Ross or, or like, let's just say specifically Drake or something like, do, do they ever require you to have women? <laughs> <laughs> um, the artists, no, the artists will never do that. The artists, but will you never... have it available just in case. <laughs> so, so you gotta remember um it's just like a pack not. they travel together Leah, so, <laughs> i'm curious i'm curious i watch so, a lot of tv i want to know yeah. if this shit is true so you got so you gotta you gotta remember like the artists don't just come with the artists i'm coming with my brother i'm coming with my cousin oh I'm and com- they might need i'm coming with i'm coming with security yeah. yeah so my security is not working 24 hours a day they so, need a little fun. Yeah. Well, people I mean, need to be yeah. they say that to you? Oh, yeah. They, they do, for sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah. they do. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if I'm go. booking with a manager, he'd be like, hey, you know, we coming to the city. Hey, we trying to kick it, have fun, right. you know, set us up. And you so. got to have a high class, like. Just what they want, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so they're specific that way, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're me. Women are. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, you know, yeah. women are. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, have to be right. Like, you're more inclined to go to a Drake room, huh, than the Rick Ross room? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, and then they want the money, don't matter, huh? Uh. They're both rich. <laughs> That's terrible. But I told I mean, you, if you could just give I me told clothes. you about my experience, and I'm not going to say her name, but. When I seen that Lil Fizz was going to be at the social, I was like, I don't give a shit if we're divorced. I'm putting on for my friend and she's going to meet him tonight. <laughs> and I wish somebody would tell me. Yeah. No, I cannot go well, back. Like, in I already room. know. Like, if you I bring was like, Trey. I'm going back in there. I painted those floors and I painted the walls <laughs> and I helped put that frame up. So I'm going back there. Not for me, but for her. She needs, yes. Yeah, she needs to. <laughs> if you bring Trey songs, like, that's, I, you know, she's. Oh, my God. That's, it's over for Whitney. Oh, it's, that's. It's like, over. That's yeah, a wrap. She, the, <laughs> Hey, I don't even have to sign a contract. He can just have a great time with me. I'm not going to say nothing <laughs> at the end of the day. <laughs> he already fight allegations. I, I don't care. He can allegate all against was me. So <laughs> <laughs> you don't care, what, you don't care what he's going I through? I don't care what he's going through. He can rest his head on my chest and <laughs> have a great time. You see how picky I was? <laughs> I just want to meet, you know. Can Rick Ross feed you some chicken? God. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no, no, is that a thing? Chicken, <laughs> no, he can be your chicken to give you a bottle I of his cannot, I cannot, amazing. No. no, I'm good. I will be backstage, um, with cleaning my makeup brushes. That's where I will be at. It's okay, 
<laughs> it's okay. You can't treat them like that. Oh my goodness. All right. So did you bring anybody on from Tennessee with you over here? Did you like once you started getting like your, you know, your 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 feet in deep? Did you put on anybody say, Hey, come up over here? Or they're like, nah, we like it over here. <laughs> I I asked them, but it's it's they closed in. It's yeah. it's it's the reverse. Yeah. You know, like they're not really comfortable with leaving where they're from, where yeah. they're home. Like well, this, is, this is foreign. Like we're not like this was foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Like Colorado the way Colorado Springs are in Denver and people, yeah. like it was like foreign land to me. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, like, like <laughs> mm-hmm. all right, y'all do that. People are rude. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was rude. a lot of just things like I've never, like I had never seen like a white. I had never seen this snowing Christmas a day in my life mm-hmm. until I moved out here. Yeah. Like, I used to believe certain things are fake. Like, man, it, mm, <laughs> that only right, happened. Yeah. Like, why do they keep making commercials with things that don't really happen? And then <laughs> when I moved out here, I was like, oh, they do who, do that. Who, who is, like, on your list, like, you, like, is a, a goal for you to bring on? Like, it's like, I, like, this is going to happen eventually. This is who I want. Um, That's a good question. Truthfully, no one. And I don't say it to be cocky. It's just the fact that I can reach anybody I want. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've worked um, a lot of like a lot of famous. Can people you bring right like now. The, the? Can you bring the Sons of Anarchy team back? I'm over here? done. Like, can you yeah, make that Anarchy, happen? And, them, and if you could give me VIP listen, with Jack, listen, then listen, I will look, pay whatever listen, I need listen. to pay. <laughs> you are choosy today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jack's my man, though. I love Sons of Anarchy. You feel but me? But I do. Like, I that's a good question. I need and to I'm, have a different kind of business <laughs> meeting with Jack. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious to know, like, what's your next goal with your business? Like, what is your next, like, big step? Like, I know you talked about the businesses that you're opening, that sort of thing. But, I mean, she's she presses on us all the time over here about we need to be set on our goals, making sure we're progressing, moving forward. Correct. So what what is your next big goal? Um, my next big goal is to just have the consistency of big artists for Denver. Okay. So, like, after Rick Ross, I have another artist I want to drop. And right. now, since I know that you'll lose your mind, I'm going to send you the bottle price. Please don't. Nine. Please don't. So, I'm not doing this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, and which is funny is market uh, research. <laughs> so, I have that together for you with the prices. I'm and all, done. You know. <laughs> or maybe I send it to her for her to surprise you. Um, either or, I'm pretty sure this will work fine. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just the, you need um, to pin me out as a photographer. What? Yeah, I, that's I'm fine. Done. Look, check this out. It depends on who it is. Okay. Hey, okay. I mean, <laughs> if y'all don't care about the allegations, y'all okay. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> well, Jax was my freebie, so my husband said that that was that's my your freebie. pass. That's your hall pass. So, Jack, okay. He Jack, can't. He can't go back Jack's on it now. Freebie? Yeah. Who's your free? Who? No, that's not my husband. No. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, cool. That's Chris. That's our tech guy. Oh, Chris. Okay, cool. That's our tech guy. No, not Noah's. Who's the husband favorite? If you get one, he get one. Salma. Salma. Really? Jennifer Aniston's another. He got like three of them. So how did that work out? How's he got three and a half? your whole pass list. No, it's just the men thing. Y'all know how this works. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, I can't have several. No, What's no. good for the goose is good for the fucking gander. I'm having some fun. In certain aspects. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. I don't agree. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree. I don't agree. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know where we're going right now with this yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, lost. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. 
But no, I'm proud. I'm glad that you're on here. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit. I know we got in co- off topic a little bit, but mm-hmm. we were talking about the experience with the show that's getting ready to come up. So guests are coming in. There's experience in the fashion show. What what happens? You know, what's what's the layout with the fashion show? Um, so it'll be um, a high rise stage. So it's not floor staging. So Thank co- you, Jesus. <laughs> so a couple of fashion shows we've been to is a lot of floor staging. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't really see. Correct. This one is high rise days. Mm-hmm. So um, we have high top tables and we have low top tables. Um, the aviance will be crazy. Design um, the whole building. Um, the logos are the brands. So this logos. is this is a venue that you like that you chose, or did you yes, get a this, building and like our design? No, this out? A, this is a venue that we chose that okay. was already made. So it's I called Real Works. It's next to um, Tracks. Did Shout it? Did the name change, or is that is it the Exto Center? It used to be the Exo Center. It used to be the Exo Center. So they okay. rechanged okay. it and did some things. Okay, okay, and then perfect. It's real works. Okay, cool. And it's right next to Tracks. Tracks is one of like the probably most known. It's the best gay um, club in Denver. In Denver ever. So mm-hmm. it's like right next door to them. But yeah. the space is amazing now. Mm-hmm. And it holds up to like, you know, 3,000. They plus remodeled people. it? Of course. Ooh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's remodeled, rebuilt out. Yeah. So. And how long is it? Does Rick Ross just come in for that portion or does he stick around for anything else? Is that. Um, so all that depends on his vibes, his team. Mm-hmm. Like long as he's in there for the scheduled contract. So he's performing a full concert. So, you know, long as he's performing for 45 minutes to an hour, I don't care what he do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he can what stay. about pictures and stuff for you so that like you can continuously put out your marketing and things like that? Like, do uh, you we, count on that or do you? No, I don't count on it. Mm-hmm. But that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, if an artist is willing to do meet and greet, mm-hmm. um, we do pictures and things like that. But a lot of artists discontinued the meet and greets due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and just certain things going on. Sure. But that's always that promotion. Of course, you know, if everybody can post a picture with the celebrity. Right. It's just they're trying to groom the city into what really needs to be done because mm-hmm. of the cost of it. So, like, they're not going to do it for free. And most people exactly. just feel like, you know, these things are what artists should do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in reality, like, you know, we pay these people to do these things. Right. right. So when he go take pictures, like, it's... It seems crazy. Do you make that sure we'll you get charging. yours like first, like first in line, like hey, hey, you know. No, I don't, no? I don't care. No, no, nah, my name on the contract. I don't care. So, like, what you care about is that because you're putting it on, you just show that you put it on. Does you don't have to have a picture with a celebrity? To nah, it. I care. I care about the overall event success. Mm-hmm. I care about how happy everybody is who came to this event. Mm-hmm. So, no matter if I take a picture with Ross or not, I just right. care about did you have a great time? Did was the service fast? Did the bar move quick mm-hmm. enough? Did your bottles take too long? Can mm-hmm. we do anything to better it compared to, oh, you got to do this with Rick Ross and do this and do that? Because at the end of the day, Rick Ross is one artist. Right. So he has to go. Mm-hmm. But I have to stay here. Right. So if I have to stay here, I got to make sure people continue is, to yeah. support mm-hmm. what's going on. Not the fact that I'm mm-hmm. supporting because it's Rick Ross or is Because if anything does go wrong, it's not going to be Rick Ross. It's going to yeah, be you. Correct. Mm-hmm. So those are things that we focus on preventing, you know, is everybody okay? Everybody in a good place? Is the security right? Is the staff mm-hmm. ran perfectly? You know, is everybody getting accommodated for what they pay for? Mm-hmm. If you bought this ticket, did you get what you're supposed to get? Do you feel like the the thing that happened with the um, gentleman, um, uh, what's his name, the the promotion where the, the people died? Uh, at Beta, you're talking about, at oh, you're talking uh-huh. about, no, you're talking about the big stuff. You yeah, t- yeah, yeah. She's the, the talking big, about, Travis, big, she's talking uh, about yes. Travis Scott. Oh, uh, Travis Scott. Do you feel like the promoter should have been responsible for any of that stuff? The promoter? Um, 
It depends on what it depends on who made the contracts. Yeah. See, I'm a promoter, but I control our business, so I do our contracts. We like so then we, you subcontract to security, you subcontract out to this subcon, you know. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, so depending on if the promoter subcontract these people or who I'm working for is supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. So for like example, when when we bring in Rick Ross, when you go into the venue, the venue lets you know what they can provide and what they can't. Mm-hmm. So if the venue is telling me they're going to provide the security mm-hmm. for the inside, they're mm-hmm. going to provide security. Period. Mm-hmm. They do in the outside too. Period. Mm. So you got to remember, most that's only that's in our demographic right. that right, most right. people think about the outside. Right, right, right. Other minorities don't think about that. Correct. So that's not really some people focus on. That's true. Um, unless you're bringing in. I our didn't think about it like that. So. When they say they got security, cool. Okay, um, are y'all going to check everybody? We have everybody that's coming into this venue. The club will be in control because we want to know what come in. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So they come into this venue and it's a shooting. No, it's not on the promoter. Mm-hmm. It's on the club because the club said they are in control of mm-hmm. security. Mm-hmm. But to the masses, you would never know that. Right. Unless you're in the back end of the mm-hmm. business. Right. So to the masses, it'll be... Oh, he don't let them people in there with guns. Oh, they right. just don't care how people get treated. And mm-hmm. we like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> that wasn't even our job. Right. Like, we paid to use have the venue for what right. we use it for. And yes, we do carry, you know, million dollar insurance policies and things. But if we're paying the venue for these services and these things happen, this is not our fault. Right. right. But at the same time, I don't have time to sit down with you and a hundred other million podcasts and, and, and explain this yeah. to you because mm-hmm. the people who spent their money or the people who lost their lives don't want to hear that at all. Mm-hmm. They don't care about what I'm saying. Besides it, I'm never going to his thing again. All right. <laughs> and you like, nothing. it could have, it could have been uh no offense. We could be doing uh, all Black party playing all urban music. It can literally be a white guy and the Mexican guy walk in and shoot up the party. Right. And now I did this. Yes. Right. Hell, that don't even make sense. Right, right, right. But to the general public, the only thing that matters is mm-hmm. what happened and it shouldn't have happened because that's how they feel. Yep. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen every day. Right. It doesn't happen in our community or on this street or right. in this area consistently. Mm-hmm. So once it happened, it shouldn't have happened, period. Yep. Yeah. So now it's the fault of when you bring people together or bringing these many people. Mm-hmm. And as a promoter, you telling them like, bro, if I bring 2,000 people, you really feel that I can control and I yeah. know how 2,000 people are thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Or can control what what's going it, on in the crowd. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, because you got to think legally, you, you think legally, even with state laws, it's like one security per 100 people. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you even like do the math, yeah. like, oh, okay, 500 people, yeah. five security Mm-hmm. Have you seen four people fight before? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest venue that I've ever <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just wondering, like, have you seen four people fight before? The, four on four. The biggest venue that I've been to, and I finally understood it, was the Made in America Festival. The main stage crowd was so huge yes that there were so many people in towards the middle of it and don't get me wrong they had security guards up on pillars and you know people without in the crowd but i mean you can't control if somebody decides to do drugs and pass out they were literally picking people up in the air and holding them up in the air for security to get to them 
Yes. And to get to them took like 25, 30 minutes. Wow. Because of how many Crazy people were jam-packed in mm-hmm. one area. You can't control that. Right. Yes. You can't. And I feel like shows like that, you enter at your own risk. If you are on drugs and dehydrated, you don't need to be in the middle <laughs> before the main event comes on. It's right. just not smart. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the Travis Scott situation, it was bad that it happened and got publicized like that. But yeah. they don't know how many rock concerts they had mosh pits with people. What about dying, Woodstock? Or people mm-hmm. getting stumped before? Mm-hmm. Like people don't talk about it because right. that's what I say. Like Goes some, back it, to the you whole, just yep. yeah, you just don't witnesses like. You know, our community didn't make up mosh pitting and people jumping and doing that mm-hmm. like that. Like, that came from heavy rock metal, heavy mm-hmm. band music. Yes. Yeah. That's where it came from. Right. And do you know how many people done lost their lives or jumped off stage, broke their neck, or been trampled or been stumped on in them kind of concerts? Right. No, we don't know. And because we don't draw attention to that. It's also mm-hmm. that shit was going on back when there was not social media and everybody yeah. having access yeah. to recording something on their phone mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah. I mean, you just got to think like. Could you imagine if, if uh, what's, what's his name? Ozzy Osbourne, if the internet and the camera phones were around when that man bit, bit that head off that bat on stage, Ooh-wee. could you imagine? That's what I'm saying. It would be completely different. But, but it still happens now because you got to think like, um, you can have like rappers that do certain things to um, their fans. Like for instance, you have like the baby or something that mm-hmm. you know disrespectful. You know disrespectful <laughs> or you know like he might just be like or like you have a Kevin Gay situation like yeah. she was grabbing me and I moved her hand out the way. Like, she don't need to grab me. But you turn around and you watch a concert, a rock concert or a country concert, mm-hmm. and this lady literally peed on her fan mm-hmm. on stage. Mm-hmm. We don't hear nothing about that. Damn, <laughs> I didn't L- hear literally that. pulled down her pants. And Who pee did? on her fan. <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> I did not hear about it. Are you serious? Yes. I'm gonna say I send you the ad. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Well, tell us though. So, so, so um, we got to close this out. So, right. t- tell us, um, is your event sold out? Um, the bottle sections and tables are sold out, but okay. tickets still are for sale. Okay, and where where do they get those at? Um, www.cushalumni.com. Okay, it'll take you to our website. Um, you can purchase all the tickets and you also can see like other events we do, other things we own. We also own as a trap and paint event. Yes. Um, which is very popular I now. I think you were telling me mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. yeah what, what, is, what is that? What is that? Um, it's like an ultimate painting experience. It's really, we call it like the ultimate ladies night out. Okay. Um, because most women to be attracted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unlimited wine. We do unlimited mimosa. We provide a painting canvas, the paint, the supplies, mm-hmm. the aprons. And basically. Is Denver or Springs? Both. Okay. We're doing both. Okay. So basically, if you come, you buy a $50 ticket. Mm-hmm. We have like five-star catered food. It'd be different foods depending on which kind of event we do. Okay. But you get to eat. Uh, we provide all the painting stuff. The canvas is take home. Um, And it's just crazy. Like unlimited wine, the whole two hours and a half. But there. it's the music and the vibe. Unlimited mimosas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you playing music. We have a great host. Um, Art by Rizzo. She's a great host. So she interact with the crowd. Yeah. She literally teaches you step by step how to paint whatever you're creating. If you mm-hmm. want to make something different, you I can. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. But so where like is if you're with your homegirls, um, we do it at different locations. Okay. Because Just people we that like open it. it up or something. Yeah. yeah. And basically we have a it sells out every event. So basically it's one of them, you know. But we want to do it, we just drop it, and typically it sells out because mm-hmm. it's just the ultimate vibe. Yeah. Like, if you had your homegirls, that's, like, the ultimate vibe right. to do. 
Because you still can dance, you yeah. can have fun, mm-hmm. you still can drink, you still can paint, and right. you get to take it home with you. Yes. It's not, you know, overbearing. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, heavy. It's just... It's like just right for women. And that's on the website too. So they can yes. find that. They can purchase tickets or like there has to yes. be a certain amount of like. Yeah. So our website, um, it updates daily mm-hmm. um, depending on the events we have. Um, so long as you have the website, you're able to go on there, look at different things. But once you log in and we know you're on the website, we'll be able to personally reach back out to you. Mm-hmm. Through our new friends that we have, mm-hmm. so <laughs> with our landing page, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, we're able to just reach back out to these customers now, even mm-hmm. if you're just veering, viewing the page, yes, right? And it'll keep you updated. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know when we drop a new event. Uh, we're trying to do things like once a month, you know, different um, aspects, different events, different things. Because mm-hmm. I know y'all was like, like, what's my next big goal? So yeah. how we're doing a fashion show with Rick Ross. Um, my next thing is like this hair expo. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, gathered the Oh, you so smart! <laughs> oh, you're so, so smart. Goodness so gathered, gracious! So I gathered information a long time ago because I like travel. My mama took me to Atlanta, but um, my wife she's like into hair, mm-hmm. um, and that's like oh, she just be talking about hair, 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 and I just be like, well, you know, out here you have to make mm-hmm. the scene draw attention mm-hmm. to it. For it to make sense, it's right. an unopened so, market, though. So yes. just like yeah. yeah, so just yeah. like the fashion show we're doing, um, I'm in the process of figuring out how to create this perfect hair expo. Mm-hmm. Like I just wanted to be different, like live hairstylists, you know, things that when you go to other states, mm-hmm. you see this, which right. makes you want to go there, right? You know, like I want to travel on this weekend at yes. this particular state country wherever you're going right because you know the activities you're trying to go be a mm-hmm. part of right so that's what i'm trying Bring to build in. in denver like when Putting rappers talk yeah. right <laughs> so when rappers talk about it when hosts other podcasts they say like hey look have y'all been to the life of fashion show you know it's every year right. like, y'all need to go there right. like it's what you should do like yeah. if you're a model that's right. what you should do mm-hmm. just like you know, if you mentioned the model, you mentioned hair, you mentioned Denver Fashion Week. Yeah, you know, right. even people who don't really do nothing in Denver Fashion Week and don't really have a following mention it just because they walk and it's like, hey, I was in Denver Fashion Week. Right. So we want to build that with everything we do. Like, mm-hmm. hey, they're like fashion, you got to be in it. Mm-hmm. If they doing this, you right. got to be in it. If um, we're doing festivals, you got to be in it, which we're finna create. We created one of those too. So we're finna be one of the first um, urban black companies to have their own festival in Denver. Mm-hmm. So that's what we've been building now as well that Which we're going to drop. smart as well because Summer Jam has been for like how many years? Woo. Yeah. yeah. So, the ultimate, so the ultimate two goals are those things, the Hair Expo and then the festival that we're doing because mm-hmm. it'll be at Civics in the Park. Um, August 19th and August 20th. Oh, Ooh, you got the days and everything. Yeah. Love, love it. it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So that's that's what we're doing. So right now, um, besides the fashion show and Rick Ross, those are like the other two outlets um, I'm and They can get to your, your Instagram, your Facebook, everything from the website. Everything. So everything. if you guys hear or that, you can if you put guys... Kush Alumni anything. Like you Kush can Google Kush Alumni. Yeah. Kush Alumni. K-U-S-H-A-L-U-M-N-I. You can put it so in any So if you guys want to get those tickets, that's yes. where you go. You yes. can still get those. Bottle service sold out already. So you can yes. see that this is going to be a popular event. Yes. Eric, yeah. thank you so much for thank spending, you, you know, a, no a good hour thank with you. us and, you know, just kind of letting me know what you do. And, um, <laughs> you know, but we, we, with curious minds, sometimes yes. want to know about some of yes. these things. Yes. and. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Thank, Thank you so much. Will you will you do me a favor and hit that little red button at the top? The, the, very, the that square. that one, the, the other square. one. The that square. one. Yep. And now I just need to see you jam out. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, okay. let's go. <laughs> what? 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 Cush alumni. What? What? Between the sheets. Let's go. Spend your money. Yep. Spend your money.